Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode, and this is going to be a fun girl chat episode where we are going to be talking about all the things. It was my birthday this week, so I'm going to share with you guys some really cool practices, journaling things, how I really set my birthday up to be kind of like a mini new year for myself and what I do. I'm going to talk about my current nighttime and morning routine. I'm going to talk about some fun things that I have done this summer and some just ranting about all the things, life, entrepreneurship, juggling it all, and where maybe my style inspiration may be coming from this fall. So let's roll into today's episode. These girl chats are really great. And as always, if you want to talk to and connect with me about anything that you loved about these types of episodes, or if you have an episode request, please leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you can't leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, come into my Instagram DMs, but Apple Podcast rating and reviews help out the podcast so, so much. And I really appreciate them. I especially love when you say what your favorite episodes are or leave a topic request in there and I can cover it for you. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Living in Sync podcast, where we will talk about the biological blueprint of your cycle and how your hormones impact every area of your life. I'm your host, Joelle, certified nutritionist, mom of two, fitness coach for over a decade, and I want to help you better understand your cycle to work with your body in achieving your goals. I will teach you how to care for your body in a well-rounded and realistic way that caters to your season of life and feel freaking amazing. In every episode, you will get tips, takeaways, and just feel like this is a heart-to-heart chat with a friend. Let's roll into today's episode. I'm one that actually really enjoys my birthday. There have been some birthdays that have been not so great, but this goes down in one of the great birthdays this year. I turned 34 on Tuesday, August, or no, Monday, August 14th. August 14th is my birthday. And the weekend prior to my birthday and on my birthday, I had some pleasant surprises and it was really great. But what I wanted to talk to you guys about is how I really use my birthday as my personal new year and what I do. And I have been doing this journaling practice or this little mini reflection and intention since I was 25. It actually popped up on my Instagram or my Facebook memories that I think I started doing this when I was either I believe when I was 25, but I write down the number of things that I love from age, whatever year I was. And then I write down a certain number of things for the age that I am turning. So for this year, I wrote down 33 things I loved about 33. And then on another sheet of paper, I wrote down 34 things I'm looking forward to in 34. And this is really cool practice because when I'm focusing on, you know, 33 things that I loved about 33, I first start with the things that come to top of mind. So maybe it's the memories of a vacation, special trips, special highlights that were from my last year's birthday to this year's birthday. And I kind of recollect and and remember those things that were special and unique. Then if I'm kind of struggling, I write down 
or I look into my camera roll on my phone and it really does bring up memories and various things that were super important and super relevant. So my list is actually upstairs, so I don't have it in front of me, but I know off the top of my head, you know, the vacation that I took with my husband, the vacation that I took in Miami with the Unruly Entrepreneur team to see Andrea Crowder, the, that was just an incredible, t- uh, incredible trip. Bryce starting kindergarten, um, the boys being in t-ball. It's, and then there were some big things and some small things on there, you know, getting hair extensions, getting consistent facials, being in a really good skincare routine. There was a, like everything from macro to micro things. And I just really challenged myself to do that for every year of my life. Think of however many I was. So if you're you know, 40, write down 40 things you loved about 40. And then I go and I do the next year. So if I turn, I was 33, turned 34, I wrote down 34 things I'm looking forward to in 34. And this has been kind of a way of utilizing visualization and dreaming and goal setting and really thinking about what matters. And once again, when you are writing down things for the upcoming year, just like you do with new year intentions, you know, we really don't know if they are going to happen. So to me in this practice, it really is just about throwing it out there, like throwing it out there because it would be really cool if I did this. But if I don't, like it's really not that big of a deal. So maybe there there are both micro and macro things on this list. So a couple that I have is like taking the kids on a vacation during the cold months, taking a trip, just my husband and I, um, buying a piece of land and property with lots of acreage. I have a lot of different things. I also have in there some goals with my podcast production business with the feminine edge collective i did health and fitness i you know wrote down becoming a pilates instructor i don't i'm not signed up for anything like that i don't know if that'll happen this year but it was kind of like i'm in the mindset of wouldn't it be cool if when i'm like in this 34 year age range like wouldn't it be cool if these types of things happen so I'm not necessarily using the smart goal method. I really am just throwing things out there. And that has led me in that led me into a more personal reflection where instead of writing it out into a list, which I did, I did make my list of 33 things. I did write down, you know, things like I see myself. So I I turned the page and because I had the morning to myself, you know, Sean was up with the boys and our kids are older now. Like the way life changes when your kids are a little bit older is absolutely incredible. We still have some of those struggles with things. There's hard parts of parenting at every age, but we are in a really easy season. So Sunday morning, you guys, I was able to stay in bed until almost 1030 in the morning. And I was reading and writing and relaxing and yeah, scrolling on my phone a little bit because I'm human. 
but I was reading and writing. And then as I did my 33 things I love about, loved about 33, and then I did my 34 things I'm excited to about 34, I started to really think about, you know, a journal journaling on this year, my 33 year old self. And I'm reading the book, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. You guys have heard me talk about it a couple times, but he really is talking about visualization, affirmations, all those things that I know are paired in any type of book that is uh, talking about achieving success. And writing out affirmations and writing down goals as if they had already happened sometimes felt really sticky for me. Like even in times when writing down business goals, when it was around how much money I wanted to make in my business or, you know, back in when I was really building my network marketing business, when I was really focused on um, building that and setting goals, I'd write down like I am this certain rank and it just never really stuck and resonated with me. But this year, I just opened up my next sheet of paper. So I really journaled like three to four pages. And I started journaling, I see myself. This year, I see myself, da 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 da. This year, I see myself doing this. I see myself doing that. I see myself really mastering and crafting Pilates and sculpting and shaping my body using the Pilates method, being slim and sculpt. I see myself losing the 35 pounds that I want to lose by the time I'm 35, right? And that's a big stretch goal. Like, I don't need really to lose 35 pounds, but. I was really stretching myself. I see myself buying property. I see myself starting a business that's local to the community that serves a need for our community. I see myself making X amount in my podcast production business. I see myself being on the podcast for one of the upcoming programs. Like, did I just say that out loud? I really wanted, when I saw Andrea Rogers was doing a um, super block, they're called. I was like, oh my gosh, I would love to be on that podcast so bad. And I really just started this journaling practice of I see myself. And that resonated more than putting out I am statements when a lot of these things, I'm not there yet. I see myself buying a lake property. I really don't know how and when that's going to happen, but has it been on my goal and vision board and dreams? And when I visualize summertime since I was a little kid, I, I don't know how and when or if that's going to be possible in age 34, but why not? Why not write it down, put it out there, and then let it go. Let it let it go. You know, a lot of some of the goals that I was really leaning on and some of the goals that I, I know do take some tactical things where it's like, okay, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, you've got to do this. Get, get in the grit of some of those goals to see growth in the areas that I want to do. But with other things, it's just like, write it down, feel it, resonate with it, get excited about it, see yourself in that, and then just let it go and let it be. And my birthday reflection, my birthday rituals and practice are becoming some of my favorite things. And I actually believe that I have all of them ripped out and in a certain like keepsake box that I have. And won't it be cool to look at those? Won't it be cool to see those? And I don't really go back and be like, oh, did I achieve this? Did I achieve that? Like I didn't go back and look at 
the 33 things I'm excited for about 33 to see if they matched. I just really resonated and let it go and let it be. I just let it be. And I really do trust the path that I'm on and the path that God has me on. And I think for the last five years, I feel like I have been leaning into my faith, but haven't been fully trusting. And right now it's like, I just trust that I'm on the right path that I'm on, even though I don't know exactly what's going to be out there for me in the next five years. And it feels so good to just be like, we are in a season and phase of our life where we're good. Things are good. Things are stable. We've we've had challenges. We've had roadblocks. We've had tough things come up. But I really do feel like we are in a sweet season right now, and I'm grateful for it. We've had some rocky seasons between postpartum depression and anxiety, tough pregnancies, um, trauma that I was processing from when I was in my teens. Like I, I just really feel so grounded right now and I'm grateful for that and that is exactly what I am leaning into this year and I wrote it all down and it's in my notebook and you know maybe sometimes I'll look back on it and reflect and and let it go and so that really leans me into getting excited about fall and the new routines and seasons that will be happening because of the kids being back in school. I've got one in preschool, one going to first grade. And yesterday I literally wrote out what I want my morning routine to be and what I want my evening routine to be like, because it's those two routines that really do ground me. And my evening routine is starting to become my favorite. Like I used to be such a morning routine person, but I find that even if I do my evening routine and for whatever reason I don't do my perfect ideal morning routine, I still feel so great about how I showed up because it just, it feels so good. So what I do is we get the kids down and I kind of just go into our room and sit for a little bit because, you know, sometimes one will come out and be like, I need a drink. I need to go potty or need something. And I'm, I just, if they come out of their rooms, they see me in my room. They kind of know it's that time. And then once I kind of feel like, okay, they're in their rooms, they're going to be staying there. I hop into the shower and evening showers, especially in the summertime are my jam. And I've done and been doing some research on why women in menstrual age should be like focusing on warming. So warming liquids, warming foods, warming, warming the body and why that's important for our health. And I've been taking warm showers. I know cold plunging is a hot topic. I really do want to continue to do my own research and then continue to lean on some experts that have the knowledge and reference point on this. Um, I do think like the cold to hot is really, really beneficial, especially when like you're going from cold, that's not a long duration of time to warm. Anyways, that's another segment for another day. What do you guys think about, are you guys cold plunging? You need to tell me, but I take a hot shower at night and then I get out and I do my skincare routine, which I am still obsessed with Dime Beauty. And if you use code JoelleS20, I'll leave a link and the code in the show notes. You guys, Dime Beauty is just 
super simple. I use the gentle face cleanser. I get the package that's called the works. I don't really use the toner as much as I should, but I use the cleanser. And then if you tone, you should tone. I don't most of the time. Oh, I shouldn't be admitting that, but it comes with the toner. And then at night I use the hyaluronic serum and the, the restorative night cream. And I'm telling you, you will wake up and your face will feel so hydrated. It's just a really great, well-rounded, gentle formulation that is just good for getting your skin hydrated and healthy. And I've heard from people that have been struggling with acne, that treating acne too much is actually making their acne worse. I don't struggle with acne, so I can't speak to this on the on the type of skin that you have. But what I do know is that hydrating your skin and just using products that are going to give your skin good health is good for any skin type, whether you're dry or oily, or if you struggle with breakouts, you want to just have something that's really healthy and really hydrating. So that's, it's a super simple skincare routine. Two things, if you don't include the cleanser. So it's a wash, serum, moisturizer that's it. I put on my pajamas and I love doing my gap in the gain journaling. So I write down three wins from the day, three things for tomorrow. And then if that's all that I write, then that's all that I write. If it, if I feel like I need to journal more, if I feel like I need to reflect more, you know, when I was really focusing on my nutrition, this is where I kind of did a nutrition mindset focus process where I was like, okay, where was it? I overate. Why did I overeat? What, when did I choose an option that wasn't in alignment with my goals? How did I feel? What could I have done? You know, I, I sometimes will go into deeper depths of reflection, but sometimes it's just those three things, three things and done. And then I will read or watch TV. My husband is usually hanging out with me when I'm reading or watching TV and I go to sleep and it has been so, so, so good. My morning routine, and some of you are going to be like, Joel, how do you do this and not fall back asleep? And I've hesitated to talk about this because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. But what I do is I wake up in the morning and I put in my contacts, splash some cold water on my face, make my energize, which is my caffeine of choice. I just know that Energize is green tea, and that green tea sits so much better with my body than coffee does. Both are caffeine sources, but I truly think that green tea caffeine source just is so much better for my body. Sip my Energize. I actually crawl back into bed, you guys. I crawl back into bed, I get under the covers, and I read on my Kindle. This is where I read my personal development book. So in the evenings, I'm mostly reading fiction, but in the morning, I have started my day with my personal development book, currently reading The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. It's free with Kindle Unlimited. You guys, Kindle Unlimited and my Kindle, I used to be a book person. You know, I I used to be one of those people that was like, I just have to read on a book. I love my Kindle. I bought a cheap, the cheapest kind of paper white Kindle. I believe I got it on sale around $80. I've used it so much. I love it. It is great. It does the job. It's simple. And Kindle Unlimited is awesome. So there are all kinds of books fiction, nonfiction, any kind of book on Kindle Unlimited. And so I've been reading that. I sip my Energize while I'm reading. Then I get up, I do my workout, and then I'm in mom mode. 
make the kids breakfast. When the kids have their breakfast, I will go back upstairs and get ready for the day, come back downstairs, and then we're kind of in the rigmarole of all the things. So that is my morning and evening routine as of right now. You guys, August has been such a fun month for me. I've gone to concerts. I got to go to We Fest in Detroit Lakes and I saw Morgan Wallen and I had gone to We Fest like when I was young, 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 like way before I had kids. And it was always just like, obviously lots of drinking, lots of partying, but I got to go with a friend this year because the lineup was Bailey Zimmerman, Ernest, Chase Rice, and Morgan Wallen. And I was like, I absolutely love three out of those four people and was just so jazzed. Long story short, we missed Bailey Zimmerman, missed Ernest because of the chaos that it was to get into the venue both traffic wise and then once you got there you had to get your wristbands and that line was like insanely long and insanely slow we made it in for chase rice which was good and then i saw morgan wallen for about an hour and we left early because i was like i do not want to get home at two in the morning and so we were back and i was in bed and showered by midnight like i laid down, took my sleep supplement and I was out. I don't always take a sleep supplement, but on those nights where I'm like, whew, I know I need to fall asleep and fall asleep and stay asleep quickly so I can get some good rest. I am taking a sleep supplement called last thing. If you want info on that, let me know, blah, blah, blah. And then we went to a Sawyer Brown concert last week and that was so fun. It was uh, my husband and I and a couple couple of couple friends and it was a really good time and here's the thing so I had a hard time posting about going to these concerts because I was like oh my gosh people are just gonna be assuming that I'm drinking so much and da, 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 da. And if you know me you know I'm not a big drinker like I'm one maybe two and it's in social settings we don't really drink at home hardly ever like we we really don't and I have um, things in my past with alcohol that really put my guard up around alcohol and in alcohol, like alcohol, what am I trying to say here? In situations where there's a lot of alcohol use going on, I usually get pretty uncomfortable in those situations, but I literally was like, how come I'm so worried about like being portrayed? Like if I go to this concert, then I'm drinking a lot. And what I really recognized is I've had fun going to concerts, but like, I'm not a huge concert person. When we were driving home from the concert, my husband was like, you know, that was fun. And, but it really take, you have to like loosen up to really have a good time at concerts. And then I'm like, well, then to me, it's not something I enjoy doing. Like if I don't enjoy doing something absolutely sober, then it's just not my thing. And I think that's the same with concerts. Well, with the Morgan Wallen concert, I wasn't going to stand in the lines for alcohol. So we, I wasn't drinking really at the concerts and same with the other concert. I just was like, I had fun, but I don't think this is really my thing. You know, for example, I could go to the lake and we could be on the pontoon. We could be just sitting on the dock. We could be tubing or whatever it is like I do not care to have alcohol at all I am just in genuinely enjoy being at like I could go out to dinner with girlfriends and I could have a cocktail or I could not it doesn't really matter to me 
to me, I've just been really reflecting and evaluating on if it's something that I have to drink to have fun, then it's not really something I enjoy. I'm just not a big drinker. I've never wanted to be a big drinker and I don't like how it makes me feel. And that's, that's just me. But it was really interesting to me where I was like, oh, I'm also really worried about the assumption people are going to make about me if I'm seen with a drink in my hand or something like that. So just always working on things, right? Always paying attention to our mindset. But I will say I'm very introverted. And even one of my good friends that came to visit was like, I was so shocked you went to WeFest. Like that's people galore. And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, after raising kids and, you know, I had my first in 2016 and because of postpartum depression and anxiety, we isolated ourselves. 2017, isolated myself. 2018, was got pregnant with my second high-risk pregnancy. Once again, isolation, newborn and toddler. Like I wasn't really going many places, had a hard time trusting people, didn't really have babysitters that I relied on. And now that the kids are older, you know, almost seven, five years old, I really feel like I'm feeling more extrovert than I ever thought. Even when we were in Miami, I was joking around with Andrea that, you know, prior to having kids, I was always like the first to go to bed. And even when my kids were little, I was like, I got to go to bed. I got to go to bed. But I was just miss extrovert and kind of was one of the ones that stayed up later than the rest because I just am really enjoying being around people. So that was one of my intentions for this year for me being 34 is to start expanding my network. So I know that there are a couple local networking groups and networking opportunities and networking um, organizations that do events. And my goal is to get to at least three of those. So, you know, like how I was talking about how some of them aren't concrete when I was talking about this, but that one is. And so I was looking at a couple on the schedules that I know of. If you are in, you know, the Fargo-Moorhead area, please let me know. I want something that's drivable for me to go to where it's some type of networking event. Let me know. But I'm an introvert that's kind of in an extrovert era. I really want to start seeing people. It made me start thinking like, oh, I'm really liking Pilates and oh, a hot Pilates class would be so cool. Maybe I should start teaching hot Pilates at the hot yoga studio that's near-ish to me. Or I just, I'm really trying to think of ways to be extroverted. And I think that's just after having a season of being with kids and isolation and then we had COVID and then it's just it's just different and I think that is so important to not put yourself in a box because you know what the devil likes to lurk and attack when you are isolated I really think that when I was going through postpartum depression and early depths of motherhood if I would have opened up more if I would have gone out more I would have felt more supported and grounded instead of so isolated and overwhelmed. Maybe, maybe not, but in hindsight, you know, it's okay right now if you're in an introvert era, but I really do think that being in an extroverted or even if you're an introvert and your batteries recharge, because that's what an introvert means. An introvert means that you get restored and you get re-energized with alone time extroverted means you get energy and your your batteries kind of get recharged 
from being around others. And so extroverts can absolutely love alone time. Absolutely. Extroverts can have a great time by themselves. Introverts can have a great time being out and about. It's just really understanding how you recharge. But I think getting out there and being in community, whatever that means for you, whether that's joining the local gym, whether that's um, meeting up with mom groups, whether that's going to a networking event or something like that, being in collaboration and in community. If you are the one that has to be like, hey, let's go to dinner on next Friday. Whoever can make it, can make it. Whoever can't, can't. And you're the one scheduling the girls night. I think it's just so important to whether you're an introvert, whether you're an extrovert, to be around people and in community that feels right for you based on the season of life that you are in. And then I really just kind of want to talk about how this summer has been wonderful. This summer has been really great, but there has been times and a lot of times where I've dropped the ball. And I did a little bit of reflection last night actually on where I have dropped the ball. And this actually stemmed from a Feminine Edge Collective member canceling. And with Feminine Edge Collective, there's no like cancellation policy. You message me, I cancel your subscription. It's easy peasy. Um, Because for me, I want community members in there. And she expressed that she didn't think she got enough value this summer. And I was like, I know I've dropped the ball. I know I have dropped the ball. My creativity hasn't been there. My energy hasn't been in there. Um, You know, one of the special classes that I host in the Feminine Edge Collective is a Bible study. And in both June and July, there hasn't been a Bible study. P.S. There's one coming in August. But I really just had to rest and reignite my energy for what I teach in there. And I really, I I can be really hard on myself. I can be really hard on myself. I understand what she was saying. And also I've done a freaking ton this summer. I could have, I started to spiral and like, oh, you know, I need to do this for that community and I should be showing up in here more and I should be giving more there. And, but then when I think about how my summer has been, you guys, I've had a child with me every single day this summer of every single second. And yeah, my kids are getting older, but they still have, Hey mom, I need this. Hey mom, can I go do that? Hey mom, can I have one of these? It's still that. And I've produced podcasts for my own. And now I am, I just signed I just signed an amazing, amazing podcast production client. And so I have my podcast production business. I have the Feminine Edge Collective. There will starting, there will start to be one class a week coming up here on out. I just needed that creative pause in June and July. And um, I've got a special surprise to the Feminine Edge Collective members that have that feeling of like, oh, we didn't get very much this summer. Well, guess what? I created a course and it's kind of funny because the course I created was intentional productivity and time management. And throughout this summer, Feminine Edge Collective wasn't a top intentional priority. I didn't have the creativity. I didn't have the energy for it. And it's not because I don't love it. It's not because I don't appreciate the ladies in there. It's just because I'm not a robot. And the Feminine Edge Collective has been operating for over a year now. 
and it I just needed a pause and my I think about my friend Andrea Crowder and what would she say and what would she do and I was like she would seriously not want me to be hard on myself about this there are over a year of content and classes in there there's probably very few that have actually really listened and resonated to every single piece of content that is in there down to the living in sync method, the feminine fitness foundations, the monthly classes that were going down, the lists, the journal prompts, like all the stuff that goes into the feminine edge collective. And I was really like, yeah, I've dropped the balls in some area, but also I've had a great summer with my seven-year-old and you know what, this is going to be, he's almost seven he's almost seven. So I keep calling him seven and he's like, mom, I'm six. I've had a great summer with him. We've done fun things. I've kept up with my production clients. I've kept up with my own podcast. We hit over 155,000 episodes this summer. I, I've really done my best. And as you guys know, with motherhood, it's like sign kids up for this, bring them to that activity. Do they have all the things that they need? And I, we as moms only have the capacity for so much. And I will say my capacity was maxed when it came to feminine edge collective. I needed this break. I honored this break. Some people didn't like this break and that is a okay. That is a okay. Um, but I created a course on, really resonating what matters to you what's exciting to you what is important to you and doing the small a few things daily to progress yourself and i can say there are going to be times nobody's going to be perfect like saying that you're not dropping the ball in a certain area of life is is trying to strive for perfection and if you do hit that perfection there's going to be burnout and there's going to be times where there's going to be a lot of content coming into the feminine edge collective and a lot of content coming onto this podcast and a lot of content coming onto social media and other times not i'm not a robot you know and i don't want to force things anymore i used to be that way i used to always be like no matter what i'm going to do this and i really just found like it made me not like what I was doing, right? And as a gift to the ladies in the Feminine Edge Collective, I'm going to be gifting them the intentional time management and um, intentional productivity and time management podcast course. So if you're not interested in learning about how to live in sync with your cycle, you can purchase this course as the presale rate. And then I also am in creating of a planner pad that goes along with this method of time management. And we are kind of in the process of me getting a sample of it. And before I make, before I do a mass printing of it, I'm going to see who's all interested. So check that out on my social to come. Um, because the planner pad can be used on its own, but it really is optimized with the course the course is a an affordable rate if you are in the feminine edge collective go in there and look for the place for the course and i'll leave it in the show notes for those of you who are interested in this time management method and if you're like i don't have time to learn about this you you guys um, my lessons in there are all around 10 minutes. (laughs) So it's way shorter than this podcast. You download the private podcast and you listen and you learn and 
I've got some bonuses in there. I've got some more bonuses in there to come. And so that is really just another reflection that I had. And I want to just be honest about sometimes I drop the ball too. And there's going to be times where I drop the ball. And I think with how I handled this, I really went into it. So oftentimes when we have those uncomfortable feelings, you know, like, oh, I dropped the ball and I feel so bad. And because I do genuinely, like when I got this message from this Feminine Edge Collective member, I was like, kind of deflated because I was like, man, I really want them to be like, we get so much for how much the Feminine Edge Collective is. And prior to June and July, that was rain true, right? Um, I could have stayed in that uncomfortable feeling. I could have stayed in that like, kind of shame on me, right? But I processed it. I felt it. I worked through it. I leaned into it and it brought me to this different level of like, huh, the reason why this hit my heart is because it matters to me and the ladies in there matter to me. How can I, you know, give them something special and that's what I am going to be giving to them. So if you're in the Feminine Edge Collective, look for it in there. If you want to join Feminine Edge Collective, go to the show notes. If you're interested in any of the things that I talked about that I wasn't clear about, let me know because I know I just kind of babbled right now. But I have one more thing that I want to talk to you guys about. And that is, I have a question. For those of you who wear more high quality clothing, where do you shop? Come tell me because it has been on my intuition not to buy things that I will only wear once or twice and buy things that when I wash and when I wash and I wash, they're going to still turn out really great. Like I want more quality clothing, but where do you shop? Where do you shop for quality clothing? And while I say that, I have been on TikTok and there is this country music singer and his wife, specifically his wife. Her name is Briley King, B-R-I-L-E-Y, Briley King. She has this unique sense of style, and I'm not only inspired by the clothing and the outfits that she wears, but the confidence that she has when she's wearing like a really 70s color block, bright, bold dress paired with a trucker hat, paired with like cowboy boots. And the way she rocks it, I am just so inspired. And I literally have thought, you know, she has more of a show type of style because her and her, she sings on stage with her husband, you guys. Her husband has such a unique 70s, vo- 70s country vibe and voice and she gets on stage with him and I told Sean, I'm like, if we go to Nashville again this year, I am going to hunt down Briley King. Like I, I'm going to be awkward and be like, oh, she's just beautiful and her sense of style and the confidence she has in her style. She wears like trucker hats with these cool designs on them and she'll pair it with a dress. She will pair it with like a denim onesie. And I'm like, oh, she is so cool. Like she looks so cool wearing that. And while I'm 
a Midwest mom living in everyday Minnesota, there are times where I'm like, oh, like we're going to be going to a baseball game. And I'm like, oh, I have this vintage trucker hat. I've got my black onesie dress. I could wear my denim jacket. I could wear more of my bold like sunglasses. And it was kind of inspired by Briley King. Not really because it's so toned down compared to her style, but she's so cute. So I'll leave her TikTok because she does have some content on Instagram, but I like her TikTok content more. There are some times where I just scroll through her entire TikTok page and I'm like, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. And it's just really cool, kind of fun 70s. So maybe I need to get myself some flares. Maybe I need to get myself some new vibey, warm tone um, sweaters and things like that. I don't know, but it's just really, really cool. And do you have any style icons? I know Sophia Richie is really big right now. Whose style do you really love and be like, I wish I was that cool to emulate her style? I wish I was as cool as her to wear her clothes. Because <laughs> for me right now, it's Briley King. She's just like so cute and such a peach. And um, she posted a athletic dress that she wore. I immediately was like, add to cart, buy. Like if there is one item that I could rock that's kind of Briley Kingish, it's an athletic onesie dress. You guys know I'm obsessed with those. I'm telling you, summer's almost over, but I, I get compliments every time I wear it. Sometimes I wear it layered. Sometimes I just have like my belt bag and my sneakers on. Sometimes I have sandals and a button up on with it. And sometimes I have jean jacket and a trucker hat on with it. And every time people are like, you look so cute. And I'm like, it's serious. And it has shorts underneath so I can be moving around and bending down and playing with the kids and whatnot. And I don't, maybe people will see my shorts underneath my dress, but so what? I love them. Anyways, thank you so much, you guys, for listening today. If you love this episode, please leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to your podcast. It's super helpful, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening today, my friend. And if you loved this episode, before you go, can you share it with a friend or leave a rating and review? It's a small gesture that means a lot to me and helps the podcast reach even more ladies who are wanting to live in sync in a well-rounded way with their life using their cycle as their guide. If you want to see more of the day-to-day stuff in my life, come on over to my Instagram. It's just my name, Joelle Cease. I will leave anything and everything mentioned in the podcast detailed in the show notes. So don't forget to check those out. Thanks again. And I will catch you next time.